Now, here's a preview of Powerful Women Revealed. Good afternoon and welcome to WATD's Powerful Women Revealed, created and hosted by Nicole Perry. You're invited to enjoy an ongoing series of personal and educational discussions with a variety of women that want to educate, inspire, and bring awareness to the community. These women all have a powerful mission and appreciate the opportunity to share their stories, milestones, and successes with you. Here's your host, Nicole Perry. And good afternoon and welcome to Powerful Women Revealed. I am your host, Nicole Perry, and I'm so excited about the show today. Uh, I am coming to you solo once again. And frankly, these shows, these solo shows that I'm doing are for you and I. They are for us. They are really me sharing with you how I am walking through all of my stuff in real time and learning so many things through A Course in Miracles. And uh, the book is a big, giant elephant of a book. The pages are so skinny. It's like a, a, a Bible. The pages are so thin. Um, but anyway, it's it's what I'm, I'm feeling called to do this. And I I, I think I'm on a really great path here. So I'm excited about being here. I'm excited about sharing this information. And again, this is all about you and I. So together, we are walking things out together. And in this segment, we're going to talk about empathy. So this um, chapter, this is the beginning of chapter uh, 16. And the title of the chapter is The Forgiveness of Illusions. And the first segment or section is titled True Empathy. And I want to read to you the second paragraph. And I mean, I am really chunking this down. This is like cliff notes for you guys. So I hope you appreciate it. And um, I know that you do. So I'm, I'm, I'm good. All right. So here we go. This is all about empathy. The clearest proof that empathy as the ego uses it is destructive. The clearest proof that empathy as the ego uses it is destructive lies in the fact that it is applied only to certain types of problems and in certain people. These it selects out and joins with. And it never joins except to strengthen itself it being the ego, I'm presuming here. Having identified with what it thinks it understands, the ego sees itself and and would increase itself by sharing what is like itself, right? We can all relate to that. What is like ourselves is what we want to share. So this is what the ego is doing. Make no mistake about this maneuver. The ego always empathizes to weaken. And to weaken is always to attack. You do not know what empathizing means. Yet of this you may be sure. If you will merely sit quietly by and let the Holy Spirit relate through you, you will empathize with strength and will gain in strength and not in 
weakness. Wow, this is amazing. So let's let's kind of dissect this a little bit. Um, the clearest proof that empathy, as the ego uses it, is destructive lies in the fact that it is applied only to certain types of problems and in certain people. Now, I, I, I can hear this. I, I hear this. I'm, I'm absorbing this. I'm open to this. And I, I am, I have been empathic for many years of my life. I, I feel most empathic when I'm one-to-one. So, uh, you know, when I'm really one-to-one conversation, doesn't matter who the person is. It could be the checkout clerk. It could be the person standing next to me in line. It could be spouse, child, um, extended relationships, extended family, friends. It doesn't even matter. I, I've been empathic for many years. But here's the thing. Women tend to be empathic. Well, let me, let me, let me, how do I say this? What I've discovered and what I've learned is that the challenge or, or the issue is not to be empathic. It's a lot of women I see, and I'm speaking of myself really before anybody else, is that when we become empathic, we're like taking on everybody else's stuff, we're, we're taking on everybody else's junk. And so when I'm reading this and it's and it's saying it, it is applied to certain types of problem and in certain people, I hear that because sometimes I find myself doing it when being empathic, when uh, it really does relate to people that are closer in my life. And um, and I, I want to be like where it says later on, I want to gain in strength, not in weakness when I'm empathic. So I thought that was really, really cool to share with you. Um, there's a bunch of other stuff that I read in here, a couple of these sentences. It's, it's, some of this is really over my head. So, uh, you know, I'm with you. Like if it's over your head, if, if you're, if you're really making sense of all of this, every sentence one at a time, you are elevated way beyond me. So I'd love your insight. Let's connect <laughs> because I'd love your insight. Uh, even though I'm already doing a class. All right. Then it, later on, it says, make no mistake about the maneuver. The ego always empath- empathizes to weaken and to weaken is always attack. Now, I don't feel like my egoic ways of empathizing is to weaken someone else. I feel like it's weakening in me, but I guess that's the ego's um, modus operandi is to make me weak so that I can always look to the ego for answers because the ego wants to stay alive, right? Uh, We've talked about that a few times. And to weaken is always to attack. And this is another thing that's, I I really, I have to say, I love this analogy of attack because it really puts it into perspective. Hello. Like it's not just sarcasm or being flippant or cocky. Like let's, let's really hear it for whatever it is that we're saying or doing. It's attack. And I, I have, I have almost watched the words come out 
out of my mouth and into the air. And I, as soon as they are out into the air, I'm like, oh no, that was, that was a teeny tiny attack. That was a medium sized attack. That was a pretty large attack. It doesn't matter the extent of it. What's really key is noticing it. Oh, it's such a hallelujah moment in me whenever I see what I'm doing and how it's not serving me. It's not love. It's not serving the people I love. Um, And it's really anything that we say in any ounce of negativity towards another person or group or whatever, you know, you could kind of think of all kinds of different things, political, whatever. When we say things that are negative towards a person, place thing, right? Um, We're really being negative towards ourselves. And that's the whole key about this attack thing. When we're saying things about other people and, and it's not nice, we're really attacking ourselves. We're attacking ourselves, our integrity, we're attacking we're attacking the love that could come through that is not coming through because we're being in that attack mode it's really really uh quite a beautiful thing to really start to see this so clearly clearly in myself it all starts within it all starts with ourselves and then to start to see it when it's happening in the world outside of us again it's an opportunity not a challenge not an issue. We, I said that earlier and I was like, oh, I should have said the word opportunity. Anyway, it is an opportunity to look within and mirror. So I think I'm over time. We're going to go to break. And again, a little hint, the show, the solo shows, they're all about you and I. Hi, I'm Nicole Perry, creator and host of Powerful Women Revealed. And in addition to creating and hosting my radio show, I've presented and led over 150 Masterminds for Women Entrepreneurs. Recently, I have experienced some pretty powerful and instantaneous shifts. And now I am offering my virtual coaching services to you. Wouldn't you love to adapt easy techniques into your everyday life? You can do it privately or even with a friend. Your life is precious. And amazing shifts will happen instantly, just like they have for me. We all want something to believe in. So let's do this together. Go to NicolePerry.com today and click Contact Me. Powerful Women Revealed. I am your host, Nicole Perry. And that was you and I, obviously, Lady Gaga, you and I. The show's all about you and I. And we kicked off the show with Spirit in the Sky by Norman Greenbaum. And I've always wanted to play that song and, you know, lay me down to rest and all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't know. It just never has fit in any of my shows. And I've always wanted to play You and I by Lady Gaga. And 
I'm just so grateful to share some of this amazing music in this format as I walk through my life with you in A Course in Miracles. So in this next segment, I really want to talk about salvation and illusions. And this is, again, we're staying in Chapter 16 for this entire episode, pretty much. And um, and let me read, again, this little paragraph, and then I, I will chunk it down and we'll talk about it a little bit. So, Salvation lies in the simple fact that illusions are not fearful because they are not true. Like, please remember with me that illusions are all ego and it's all illusions are are um, perceptions and stories and like things that are just not true. So I, I'm totally all set with that. I get that. They but seem to be fearful to the extent to which you fail to recognize them for what they are. And you will fail to do this to the extent to which you want them to be true. So remember... I was having a conversation today with someone in one of my meetings about um, about how when we create stuff, whether it's a story or a physical object, a shoe, a coffee mug, whatever, we create stuff, we create ideas. When we create it, it's our it's in our um, probably in our DNA. It's just like in our nature to not want to let go of anything we create. So I hope you hear that because basically this is saying um, you will fail to do this, which is basically recognize illusions for what they are to the extent to which you want them to be true. So I'll continue here. And to the same extent, you are denying truth. And so are failing to make the simple choice between truth and illusion. God and fantasy, remember this, and you will have no difficulty in perceiving the decision as just what it is and nothing more. So I I, I get this. I get that that fantasies are illusions and dreams are, I guess dreams are not real. I don't know. I'm really thinking about the dream thing lately too, because dreams are not real. I have a dream book at home. It's a really good book. And whenever I have a weird dream about, I don't know, a frog and an orange and some weird thing, I used to have these dreams all the time where um, I would be driving down. This is one of my reoccurring nightmares. And I don't have them anymore because my kids are older. So I'm presuming it's because my kids were little. But I used to have these reoccurring nightmares where I would be driving my SUV down the road with all the kids buckled in the back. And I'd be driving down the road. And suddenly the road would disappear and drive right into the ocean or, you know, it's usually an ocean. And it would freak me out because... All I kept thinking about was 
oh my God, who do I say first? You know, you, you go for the baby and you work your way up and you pray to God that the 11 year old will make it. And so I'm like, but you know, you wake up from the dream or the nightmare and it was an illusion. It wasn't real. Even if it's a thought, it's not, it's not real. Even if it's a fear, it's not real. Fear is not real. Fear does not exist. The ego does not exist. So I think that that's, it's really interesting to understand that illusions are not fearful because they are not true. It's really get, it's clicking for me. I have to say it's clicking for me that um, I, I don't, I don't have to be fearful because it's it doesn't exist. Fear doesn't exist. What do they say about fear? There's an acronym. Uh, false evidence appearing real. So it's we don't have to be afraid of anything. And we also had a discussion today about vulnerability. And again, I, I keep coming back to the word invulnerability or in to be invulnerable is to know without a shadow of a doubt that I am safe. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. I'm sitting where I'm supposed to be. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Not should. It's nothing about shoulds. It's just I am in the divine moment every millisecond of every day. I am exactly doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And, you know, I we kicked off the show with the spirit in the sky and I I don't want to die. Oh, and I heard a song today twice on the radio, uh, Live and Let Die. <laughs> such a great song. The first one was, I think it was Guns N' Roses. And then the other one was the original. And I thought, wow, why is that song in my presence twice in one day within maybe even an hour? <laughs> and, you know, I, I don't know. I don't have all the answers. I don't know what everything is meant to be. But what a great mystery just to know that I am safe I plan to live until I'm 118. I'm doing everything I possibly can to live that long. It is my intention. It is my goal. But who knows? I'm just, I'm, I'm going to be here as long as I'm going to be here. And I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that I live as long as I possibly can and just really build on all of these amazing experiences and live really healthily. Like I want to live a vivacious life when I'm 118. Like, you know, so healthy that I I don't I don't need anybody's help to walk. Like I, that's my that's my goal. That's my goal. Whatever God has plans for me, I have no idea. And on that note, let's go to another break. Uh, and um, I hope you stay with me. You are listening to Powerful Women Revealed, the place to go and the place to be right here on 95.9 WATD. Can you say that you truly love your diet? And can you say it with confidence this time next year? Nicole Perry can. And it's not because she lost about 25 pounds. Nicole loves her diet because it's easy to follow. What she eats is delicious and how she eats is completely sustainable. You can retrain your brain too, just like Nicole did. Her book, I Am On A Love Diet, is available on Amazon now, along with the companion journal. 
or get your copy today by visiting ilovemydiet.com. You know, my book is sprinkled with a few thoughts around anxiety and depression, and it's because food plays a huge part in our mental health. Now that we are emerging from COVID-19 and resuming our work lives as best we can, I decided to roll out a new campaign called Grow to Give to support the Plymouth County Suicide Prevention Coalition. Invest in yourself, your business, and your community at Powerful Women Rise as we grow to give together 10% of all membership dues to the Plymouth County Suicide Prevention Coalition. Claim your business in one of our teams today by visiting PowerfulWomenRise.com and click Get Started. Listening to Powerful Women Revealed. I'm your host, Nicole Perry. The answer is love. Well, actually, the name of the song is Love Is the Answer, and that is Aloe Black, B L A C C. And the title of the album is Lift Your Spirit. So I love that. Um, love is truth, he says in the song. Love is truth. And actually, that is what A Course in Miracles is all about. Love is truth, truth is God. Um, and the Holy Spirit within us. I really got confused when I was a kid. Like, who is Jesus Christ? Who's God? Who's the Lord? Who's the Holy Spirit? You know, when I was going through my whole catechism classes and confirmation and all that stuff. Um, but it's really, it's all making a lot of sense to me now. And uh, anyway... I think that's all I'm going to say about that. I feel like Forrest Gump. I do want to say that um, I talk about I talk about Forrest Gump in my book, actually. Um, and I also talk about anxiety and depression. And what we're going to talk about now uh, in the course, in staying in Chapter 16, we're going to talk about the bridge. And what I want to emphasize is, well, if you want to go get my book, you can go to ilovemydiet.com and you can get yourself a copy. It's going to be on Audible very soon. So I'll give that little little plug. But, um, you know, at the time I talked about anxiety and depression in my book, you know, the book was written um, in 2017, 2018, and then a little bit of uh, 2019. And that's exactly what I knew. We all know what we all know when we know it. We're not birthed out of the canal <laughs> into the world knowing everything. It's one of my favorite things I like to say to my kids that we don't know everything. We just don't. And uh, and so it's part of my journey is to constantly learn and educate myself and apply, not just learn apply. Like I'm doing the work, I'm walking the walk. And what I want to talk about now is this little paragraph on the bridge. And so again, I'll read a little bit and then we'll discuss a little bit. The bridge itself is nothing more than a transition in the perspective of reality. So I love that. I, I feel like I'm in transition. I feel like I'm in this... Um, what was I calling it the other day or maybe on the last show? Uh, just in this in this space of interim, 
the space of openness. So just, yeah, maybe just openness. All right. So on this side, everything you see is grossly distorted and completely out of perspective. Everything on this side. So what I hear for that is um, everything on in this space in the world in the egoic side. I think that's what I'm getting as far as on this side. I'm hearing it as the egoic side. What is little and insignificant is magnified. So that just solidified what I just said. (laughs) And what is strong and powerful cut down to littleness. Huh. In the transition, there is a period of confusion, (gasps) disorientation. Oh my God, here we go. This is exactly what I was trying to talk about and I wasn't really quite articulating it. I'll read this again. In the transition, there is a period of confusion in which a sense of actual disorientation may occur. This is exactly what I've been feeling, disorientated, like in such a brilliant, beautiful, happy way. Like not disorientated, like, um, oh, what was me? The sky is falling. Like disorientated in a way of, again, just openness. Like I'm disoriented. Like I, I'm okay. Every millisecond I'm here, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Uh, but then like disorientated because like, why did I hear that song twice? And why did I hear my voice saying out loud that I want to leave the house at nine o'clock and then said it again out loud to someone else and then said it again in my head. And then I looked up at the clock when I was getting ready to leave and it was 10 minutes of nine. And I went, oh my gosh, my Holy Spirit inside of me is 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 saying, is whispering to me, leave the house by 9 o'clock. And so I think I left my driveway at 9.01 or 9.02. But I, that's like the, that's the openness and the disorientation. Like really listening to where we're being guided and being so open and willing and, and, and ready. Like this is, this is all about the bridge. All right. So let me continue. Um, but fear it not. Oh, love that. So many things make me smile in this book, let me just say. But fear it not. That just brings such a smile to my face and my heart. But fear it not, for it means only that you have been willing to let go your hold on the distorted frame of reference that seemed to hold your world together. Wow. Isn't that amazing? This frame of reference is built around the special relationship. Without this illusion, there could be no meaning you would still seek here. This is so beautiful. And frankly, this is all about special relationships. Like every section we're reading right now is um, all about special relationships. And the special relationships what I'm understanding for me, what I hear in my two little ears is that we're putting so much, I'm going to say me, but really it's we, but I'm going to say me, I'm putting so much um, meaning and emphasis into things that just don't matter. And it's, it's, I don't know, 
if I if I if saying that it doesn't matter is a good thing or not, I I'm 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 trying not to filter. Like I'm really doing my best to share with you my raw, unfiltered thoughts. Simple thoughts. I'm not a rocket scientist, just simple thoughts. And and I don't want to be a rocket scientist. I like what I do. <laughs> I like my life the way it is. And I like every unfolding, mysterious way it is unfolding. So anyway, I digress. What was I going to say? I think what I'm getting at is that it's it's okay to be in this space where it talks about disorientation and, you know, this unfiltered. It's okay to be unfiltered. It's okay to be in this space because, again, going back to the invulnerability or being invulnerable, it's okay to be in this space because I'm safe. I I got higher powers and spirits and universe and all kinds of stuff, all kinds of things. I guess they're things, all kinds of spirit that has my back. And so on that note, let us go out to break and I hope you stay with me. I have one more segment. I actually thought about changing the name of the show when I do these solo shows, but I don't, that's a lot of work and effort and, and I'm sitting with it. I'm sitting with it for a little bit to see, because again, I feel like the shows are all about you and I now versus the guests that I have. And I, I'm sure I'm going to have guests again. I have a, a couple of women that have joined and they're just not ready to come on yet. Uh, and so I'm just letting it all unfold the way it's divinely going to unfold. So we'll see. I, I don't want to change the name of the show. I, I love my brand and I think I'm going to stick with the whole PWR brand. And on that note, please stay with me. I can't wait for this final segment to share with you. And uh, you are listening to Powerful Women Revealed, the place to go and the place to be, right here on 95.9 WATD. Are you getting the support you need to move your business forward? The perfect group for you might just be Powerful Women Rise. We are a motivational mastermind for women who are serious about transforming their businesses and missions. At each meeting, we educate ourselves on topics relevant to the entrepreneur today. And we gain incredible support from a team of professionals with diverse experiences and wisdom. So how do you want to be supported over the next 12 months? Visit PowerfulWomenRise.com to register or get started today. are listening to Powerful Women Revealed. I'm your host, Nicole Perry, and oh my gosh, I am so grateful and thankful to play that song that was Not Afraid by Eminem, of course. And I'm not afraid. Are you afraid? I hope you're not afraid because there is nothing to fear, and fear does not exist. It doesn't exist. So let's stop all feeding into fear and we're going to talk in this final segment about end the end of illusions. Again, I'm going to go ahead and read a little bit and this 
again, is still from chapter 16. It is impossible to let the past go without relinquishing the special relationship. For the special relationship is an attempt to reenact the past and change it. Imagined slights, remembered pain, past disappointments, perceived injustices, and deprivations all enter into the special relationship, which becomes a way in which you seek to restore your wounded self-esteem. Ooh, oof, that was big. That was big. What basis would you have for choosing a special partner without the past? Every such choice is made because of something evil, quote, in the past to which you cling and for which must someone else atone. This is really huge because the special relationship, the egoic relationship is so focused on the past so focused on the past. And it's, again, the perceived injustices, the uh, deprivations, you know, that's what that's what depression is, is it's a feeling of being deprived. And it's coming from a place of lack. When you feel depressed, and you're coming from a place of lack, you're, you're saying you don't have. And I, I, I want to come from a place of abundance and it's, it's not easy sometimes if you're in that space because I've been there, but it doesn't have to stay that way. It's the thing I love. I used to love to say about depression and I I'll still say it now because it still applies to some people that are not on this journey with me. Uh, at the level that I'm reaching five-ish months into this book. But the I used to say uh, the great thing about depression is that it doesn't last because nothing lasts forever. And I used to say that in the positive sense that thank goodness that nothing lasts forever because – Thank goodness I will come out of this depression state at some point. And the only thing that lasts forever is eternity, right? Eternity is the only thing that lasts forever. So I just think that this whole paragraph is just amazing. The imagined slights, the remembered pain, the past disappointments, it's all It's all focusing on past. It's all focusing on illusions. There is nothing to forgive. These these, um, imagined slights, there is nothing to forgive. Like I said at one of the beginning shows that the whole, my whole goal is to just forgive all day long, every day, forgive, forgive, forgive. And then know that there really isn't anything to forgive. That's a huge one. It really is a huge one. If you can really think about that, there's never anything to forgive. Think about when you were a kid 
and you were five or six or seven or eight or ten or whatever and you did something that wasn't nice, there isn't anything to forgive. You're, you're, you're a human being and you just didn't know any better. There isn't anything to forgive. And I know my thought just went there too. I know there are things in the world and people in the world that are murderers and unkind and unsafe and all kinds of things like that. And I'm sure those things will get addressed at some point in this book, but we're not going to tackle that yet. I'm tackling one bite of this elephant book at a time (laughs) and we're tackling one thing at a time and it's about staying focused. I want to stay focused on one small teeny tiny little thing and build on this beautiful relationship that I'm creating that is with God and it's not special it's we're all entitled like we we have every right as a human being to have this relationship there is there's nothing special in it so um this is the show for today oh my gosh I'm so sad that I have to close out the show um I am so, so thankful for you to be listening with me and following with me on this journey. I I can't wait to hear your stories. Uh, please feel free to connect with me if you want to connect. I want to thank you for listening, even if you're not walking the walk with me. Thank you for listening. And I also want to thank you if you are an ally and you are helping to join us, me, many other people to help end systemic racism. I, I believe that educating ourselves is the key. Shifting the language that we use is huge. And I, I just care about every single human being that walks this earth. And I, I just want to tell everyone that I see, uh, it doesn't matter what you look like. I just want to say I love you to every single person I see. I just, I just care. I just care. So don't be afraid to care. How about that? And uh, we are out of time. Thank you so much. I hope you will tune in next Sunday after the news at noon. Until then, I'm your host, Nicole Perry. Have a great week. And remember, knowledge is power. And it's what you do with that knowledge that matters. (laughs) 